probably. Oh. 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 Uh-uh. I didn't even see you hit start on that thing. I gotcha, bitch. Wait, where's my thing? This? Like, okay, yes, there I am. Oh, my there God. I am. There Welcome. I am. Welcome. To confidently insecure the podcast where we're absolutely sure we don't know everything. I'm your host, Zach. Never is prepared for a hurricane. There's a flood coming <laughs> and he doesn't care. No e towers. And I'm Kelsey, definitely not gonna drown Dara. Because she is always prepped. There's a flood of coming to Los Angeles, y'all. And it Zachary, should be here right now. If you are listening to this as the podcast yes. comes out. We should be tits Cold. up in in a river. Yes. And Zach was like, what are you doing for the rest of the day? I'm like, preparing. I'm building Noah's Ark. And Unreal. what are you doing? And he was like, Unreal. Ah, I think I'm going to go see a movie. Let me, let me, let me plan some more dates. I, <laughs> I did actually, I told you I accidentally had two dates on Valentine's Day. Bitch, tell me. Two dates. Um, One was a coffee date that we both acknowledge we didn't realize was valentine's when we booked it okay because it was like let how about next wednesday uh -huh. and i just looked at wednesday it was open i was like yeah sure uh-huh it was great had coffee made out at, at his car Ooh. which is very cute um and six three um he is six three yes do you ever wonder what's he doing with a shrimp like me <laughs> I do. You don't think other uh, tallies are like trying to fuck other tallies? Because in gay world, there's no rules. Yeah, fuck other tallies. <laughs> when I see two tall guys together, I'm like boring. Yeah, cliche, predictable. predictable. Yeah, I not love cute. a big and a little. I love a big and a little. For those who went to sororities, this is very different from what <laughs> Zach's talking about. <laughs> no, were you like fuck the smaller one? <laughs> um, yeah, no, he's like tall, and he had to like lean down a little bit to kiss me. But he was also like, he's like, "Can I kiss you?" And I'm like, "Dog, yes. it works every time." Yeah, there. So I don't know who said they don't like it when someone asks to kiss him. They're like, "I just want you to do it." No, I want you to fucking make a meal out of it. I do, I do, I agree. Okay. And I want the question to happen like as they're like, yeah. you know, like you're yeah. gonna kiss, and then yeah. it's just like a formality. Like, yeah. yes, I filled out the paperwork. Let's go. <laughs> Stamp my Stamp. passport, baby. You're <laughs> in. <laughs> Welcome to Mexico. Okay, so you went on a date on Valentine's Day. That was the midday, and accidentally, then I had a show at night, okay. and I was like waiting to go up, and this guy I met on the gay cruise was in my DMs on Instagram, and he was like, "Any chance you want to go get salt and straw?" Which is a very cute bougie ice cream place. But they have the most wackadoodle flavors. Yeah, it's like strawberry and blood basil. Sausage. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wish you were kidding, but it, she's absolutely telling they the truth. They literally did it's a like blood avocado pudding. and fennel. And yeah. you're like, I don't even I didn't know what fennel was before. I don't know what it is after. It belongs on a pizza, not Thank my you. ice cream, but somehow it does. It works. They make it work. I, I never get that flavor. I'm like I'm like a ooey gooey brownie like mix or I like you just said two tall people together were boring yeah well when it's in my mouth it's a different story <laughs> when it's a tasty treat in my mouth cookie dough will do just Applies fine to men as well i love cookie dough ice cream anyway so i was like yeah i'm actually about to i, I i'm about to do this set Go and then i can some fucking laughs um and I met him and we got our ice cream to go and we sat in the park by the dog park in West Hollywood. Uh -huh. 
and we it was kind of cold so we sat <gasps> next to each other kind of like shoulder to shoulder and his i could tell his love language was physical touch yeah because he like kept putting his hand uh, on my the small the of your small back. of my what back? about the bigs of your back what if you, you got a big rump to do like nope. some people fuck the hump <laughs> Sorry, Quasimodo, but you're not getting touched up there. I'm save it all for my lower back. Okay, for the small of your back. Oh my, it's like my on switch. Okay. There's like something about it's so like protective. It is, and it's like, let me guide you. Like a seeing eye right dog. here. Yes. Yeah. Or it's like if you're filming something and you need to walk backwards. Yeah. <laughs> that is that is a very niche. I know that's a niche thing, but uh, it's, it's how I felt. Um, but so we were sitting really close, and then like between eating our ice cream, we made out. <gasps> you little slut, making out with two people on Valentine's Day. I literally had no. Okay, wait. Intention. Did this guy? Did the second one know it was Valentine's Day? You know, you didn't ask. I don't know if he did because at the end, when we were parting ways, I was like, "And happy Valentine's Day," and he was like, "Oh my god, you're like my Valentine," and Aww. I was like. And that one actually, okay, was like one inch taller than me, but we're not going to fault him for yeah, that. He okay. might grow still. Sure. Um, he owns two little planes. We talked about this. You didn't believe me. This, okay. I didn't know that was this person. You're <laughs> telling me this man for a living does travel nurse. He was a travel nurse. Now he works full time in LA and he's getting his commercial pilot's license, but he... Told me he has two planes. But he's a nurse still? Yeah. He doesn't have two planes. You know travel nurses make a fuck ton of money? Yes, but Did he you doesn't know have they make a fuck, a fuck ton, ton of money. money? Yeah. And when you're in like a place that doesn't cost as much as LA, I think you're really banking it. I just got to know where he afforded two planes and where he keeps them. I'll ask. Okay, please report back next, next time week. I see him. Um, So you went on two dates. Both of them didn't know it was Valentine's Day. I count make me makes three. Yeah, that's very straight behavior of you three. It kind of is. Yeah. Although I just talked to a girlfriend today whose boyfriend loves Valentine's Day. Why? I don't know. Huh. He's she he likes to dress up and Aww. he likes to go out to like a nice dinner. Aww. And so she like she leans in. That's cute. She like gets him flowers and Aww. stuff. It's cute. Yeah. Wait, I love that. I, I love I, the idea of a straight guy loving guard. Valentine's totally. Day. Totally. It just because it doesn't compute. Yeah. Is it feels like a day that they begrudgingly get through. Yeah, that they're like, fuck, did you oh, fucking remember fuck. this bitch needs Dude, candy? It's fucking tomorrow, oh, man. Maybe I'll get a blowjob out of it. Wait, isn't the next day steak and a blowjob day? What? Yeah, the patriarchy. What are you fucking talking about? The day after Valentine's Day Don't. is steak and a blowjob day. Don't. Where guys are repaid no. for their due diligence no. with steak and a blowjob. Maybe this is a Missouri thing. First of all, the idea that it's just a Missouri thing is hilarious, <laughs> but I'm fucking pissed if that's the truth. I think it's true. Ew. Don't Google it. Um, Where's that button? I'm going to guess. Don't. Yeah. Oh my God. I was like, you're not going to guess though, because <laughs> some part of you must know where that button is. <laughs> I don't still. Um, I was skiing for Valentine's Day with my family. Hot. So the athlete and I decided to celebrate Valentine's Day early before I left. Okay. And we went to a fancy slash like well-known restaurant down the street from my place that I had I've been to a million times, but he had never been. And while we were there, we walked. Well, now everyone's gonna know where I live. Oh, <laughs> 
I mean, Zach. Have we never given a context clue? No. Are you sure? Yes, I'm very protective after being <laughs> robbed. Wait, do you think your robber listens to the pod? Yeah, he does. Shout out, girl. <laughs> Stay out of here. Um, when we walked in, it was. It was like a comedian. I don't know what they weren't there together, but there were so many comedians there that night. It was Eliza Shazeslinger. Yep, you got it. And her husband. And I was like, oh, I know her from her little cute doggies. Then it was Billy Eichner. Eichner. Billy Eichner. And then this might be hot tea because these two looked like they were on a date. Maybe was AO. Okay. And Bo Burnham. That was the sound of a jaw drop. That would be hot. Wild. Hot, right? That would be a very fun. I mean, prolifically funny. Like changing the world with their comedy already. So now together, that could be wild. And they could have a one depressed baby. One. Who like hates comedy hates comedy becomes like a fucking politician honestly or maybe they'd be like the next big thing Ooh, they'd be set up for success wow io and Bo, Bo and io Bo and io i mean i love that i also thought her name was ao it's io io i've been calling her ao for yayo i mean she'll probably respond to it yeah um well that's so you had but how was dinner uh delicious yeah great no notes Melissa knows what they're doing. Did you guys um, express yourself physically? (laughs) So (laughs) funnily enough, you guys, this has been the longest I've ever gone without penetration in a very long time because I had to do my eggs. Oh. Then I was out of town with my family. We were on tour working. Yeah. So it wasn't like there was no time and for I, fooling I around. I wasn't going to penetrate He her. wouldn't. I asked and he said no. Um, very politely, though. I wasn't expecting a gentle rejection. <laughs> um, no, it's... And then the athlete has been recovering from a, pr- a treatment, a procedure. So, like, we have not been... And I'm just all sorts of tossed around, confused. And this is... I'm also acting like I'm monogamous. Like... I've been, I've just been hunkering down for the cold well, month. Well, you, you haven't had time or bandwidth no. to give to a rando. No, it's been like, I've been not, I've been not interested. I've been interested in myself and my work. That's incredible. I'm, I'm let fine your, with it. Let your work penetrate you. Honestly, but I am about to go on a bachelorette party next weekend in Mexico. And then I'm going on a girls, all girls trip where two of them just discovered they were bisexual. Oh, so this is like a might hook up with a girl thing. Yeah, either that or we'll be wing womaning the shit out of yeah, each other I was on a girl's say, trip. Okay, what's the vibe with, okay, girl's trip, I guess, versus bachelorette party. Mm-hmm. I would think that the bachelorette party, you'd be like, no guys. Like, this yeah. is just about us girls and our. Yeah, and it, I think it's also the crowd is like, obviously one's getting married, another one's engaged. Another one, I don't know her situation. One of them's married. Another one's married. Like, it's not like a slutty group. <laughs> Love them. Not slutty. Sure. Uh, so we'll see Sometimes how that goes. Those are the ones you have to work out, watch out for, though, because they're, like, secretly maybe a little, like... Itching? Yes. None of them are. Really? I can guarantee not a single one of them needs an itch. N- not, not even to get, like, a little crazy? No. I think, like, their idea of getting crazy is, like, I don't know, shots. You okay. know, getting shot. Yeah. 
<laughs> um, we have a special dating no filter question this week. Oh my god, I didn't even know. Yeah, our, our producer didn't tell me that there was a dating no filter. I I am the producer. Um, uh, I don't know why she asked me to keep it. She asked she asked not to play, um, the audio voice note she sent me, but it's from my sister. <laughs> what okay i don't know if she told me if she meant like don't say this out loud and no say matter it's me. what you just you betrayed all possible sorry okay so she said <laughs> i have a dating no filter request how would you and zachary suggest you approach somebody at the gym because that's people's safe space but you're not going to see this person anywhere else and how can you slither close enough to see if they have a ring or not please don't play this on your podcast but i think you should just read what i said because it sounded like a robot i think it's a good one to do it do it do it do it do it <laughs> <laughs> okay 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 first of all Shout out to my sister. If she's talking about approaching a man. Yeah. Men don't get safe spaces. <laughs> you can approach a man and do whatever you want at any. I'm giving you as a, as a man, technically on a technicality, <laughs> you, you don't have to worry about that girl. You, you can, you can do whatever. Oh, is that what it's like living in your head? Huh? Yeah. Um, just uh, as a, uh, you, you do whatever, throw a dumbbell at his head. <laughs> the idea that men don't get safe spaces because the world is just his safe space. You just made, you blew my mind because anytime I see those comments that are like, please don't approach women in the gym. Like they're there to work out, put, they put in their headphones on, like, don't annoy them. I'm like, yeah, that's, that's all the advice for women. That's for women. That's for women. And if any heterosexual men are listening right now, fucking leave women alone <laughs> forever. Just wait for one of them to approach you. I love the idea though, that there is men, there are men in the gym being like, God, I hope that bitch doesn't come talk to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe a gay guy. Maybe a gay guy, but I don't think a guy A ever suspects being approached. Number one, because I hear complaints about that from straight guys all the fucking time. Oh, girls never, never approach. They never approach me. And maybe I, us gay guys need to step up and start hitting on them. I'd be down. I'd well, love I know to see a guy squirm. <laughs> <laughs> I'd love to see a straight guy squirm in the gym about like a hot gay guy approaching him. He, a straight guy's going to go, oh, thanks, brother. That's so cool of you. I'm straight, though. But thanks. I'd be like, okay, show me your dick. <laughs> Like a straight guy would. Prove it. Um, yeah. I would say for some real advice here, if he has anything with him, like a, an energy drink, mm. fucking ask a question about the energy drink. She let him, does let ask, him mansplain yeah. something to you. Oh, like how do I pick this up? Yeah. Be like, can you watch my form for oh. this? And then just fucking squat over his face. Oh my God yes to that yeah. i love the idea of watching an exercise he does and then you go do it and be like hey i feel so silly asking this but i saw you just doing this and i wanted to try it but i feel like i'm fucking it up yep like that's, that's the way you have to go though don't go up and be like i noticed you were incorrect in your <laughs> form don't do a that guy's just gonna punch you in the face play that play that fucking girl feminine yeah. dumb i don't know dumb. what i'm doing yeah. mm. Especially because is the ten pound heavier than the five pound? I don't know if I hold two fives. Is that one? <laughs> My sister also is 
so bad at approaching men. Like she just won't do it ever. Like anytime I'm with her, I'm like, come on, let's go talk to some guys. And she's like, oh God, fuck. Like why? It's just so anxiety provoking for some people. Whereas me, I just don't care. And I think it's just because of my personality and also the nature of my job. I just don't give a shit. But I could see this for so many people being such a struggle bus thing. And I like that she also was like, how do you slither in to see if he's wearing a, a wedding ring? Like I would just go walk up to him yeah and fucking look at his and if he catches you be like i was looking to see if you were married yeah literally (laughs) i would use that as the reason be like excuse me are you wearing a wedding ring and then if like oh no be like okay i just wanted to check if you make sure you you were are you single that's the that's in honestly we just gave you the best fucking advice it's such a light lift when it comes to i think heterosexual men Truly, that's what you have to remember is like, even if they are married or they're not into you, they're going to be fucking so jazzed that they're going to go home and tell their wife, like, you won't believe I got hit on at the gym. This hot girl, this yeah. hot slut came up to me. <laughs> yeah, honestly, and my sister, she'd be fucking going in at the gym too. Like, she's hot. I, I know. Uh, she's, she's she knows a what fucking she's doing. little CrossFit gladiator. crazy bitch. So I think, I think you just go for it. But also, isn't that... Okay, so if you're like in a CrossFit situation, I feel like that's a breeding ground for like talking to people. We're like, she... wasn't that tire crazy today? <laughs> I don't know if they that do. That tire fully. was so <laughs> rubbery. So fucking tiring. Um, she goes to multiple gyms. So I know, I know. So I know that she's talking about the other gym that she's probably going oh, to. Yeah. She's horny at all of them. Yeah, and good for her. I hope she... It's so crazy because my sister is so hot, so successful. She's shy in a way that like she doesn't need attention, but she has always had men like want her. Mm. And so to the idea to me that she just like doesn't go approach guys because of like nerves or whatever is so funny to me because she just has every reason not to be nervous about approaching men. That is interesting because she is super confident. Yeah, but she's still like shy maybe it's because she like like deep down does not feel compelled to be in a relationship that too i bet so she's like i don't want to force something that i'm not even like that yeah Yeah, but i know she a little slut too so i know she's trying to fuck oh she's just trying to get that she's trying to get that dick but she doesn't want to like just fuck some rando and she also doesn't want them to be uggo like she's she's got high can't relate standards (laughs) um i would i do i wish we could do a body swap just for one day because yeah. I feel like if I were in your sister's body, uh-huh. oh, I would take that body count up. Ooh! I mean. Left and right. Yeah, because I'd just go up and be like, hey. You want to fuck? see my boobs? Yeah. And guys would be like, yeah. Fuck yeah. Or like, even if they're married, they'd be like, I mean. I can y- look. Yeah, as long as I don't touch, it's not cheating. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. Okay. Um, That was a good one. That was a good one. The but, gym is also such a sexy place. I mm. love the gym. Not only are people in like guys are in like drapey clothing, mm. or you can like see their arms or their back, or like the if they have cut off sleeves, you can like see like in, and then like also drapey bulge butt you can see, and then they're sweaty. So it's like in theory, they're only going to look better from there from there yeah like you never seen some guy clean up from the gym and been like oh i'm a fucking loser that's what you look like dry yeah (laughs) unless they have poor taste in clothes exactly exactly unless they're just like blind and have no idea how to dress but there's just something also was like yeah we're all like 
doing this. Yeah, we're all here we're all to better here. ourselves. Yes, exactly. Um, can I tell you a very funny thing that happened this week that I don't know if you caught it on my Insta, but I, on Valentine's Day, completely fucking outed myself on Instagram. In what way have you not already outed yourself? <laughs> This is how this is how embarrassing it was. Is that I literally went like, oh fuck, no, oh whoops. So I follow a bunch of like kinky accounts, uh-huh. like kink accounts, and you know how brands or like companies or whatever will make funny like multiple images of slides of things that's like, um, you know, I don't know what's stupid like Gemini's when they respond back to a text and then the next slide is like virgos when they respond back to a text and it's like there's a slide for everybody kind of thing and so a kinky account that i (laughs) (laughs) makes these like cartoon they're like vintage retro cartoons and then they say they were like saying really slutty things sure 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 and you're i imagine like sending them to people right it's like send this to your crush or whatever and you like send it into your dms (laughs) So I was, tr- I meant oh, to no. send the athlete something, but I posted it to my fucking story. <laughs> did you add stuff to it or do no, you just, I, I posted it. It was a little sexy squirrel, <laughs> an acorn. And it said, I want you to nut in me. <laughs> okay. But that's still very funny. That's still very <gasps> I funny. I posted it to my story and I, I left it up for many, many hours and then came back to my my Insta, my inbox and my friends were like, Kelsey. Jesus <laughs> Christ. And then I was like, what? And then I was like, <gasps> and I took it down and then I texted the athlete. I was like, I'm screaming. I accidentally posted it my story. So then I was like, it's already been up. And so I screenshotted my text thread with him sure. and posted that to my story sure. to be like, this, this is... was a mistake. Like, hee hee ha ha. And the amount of fucking messages I got from people being like, we just thought it was you feeling, <laughs> feeling feel Kelsey. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh my God, like I have this too. Like I immediately am sending this to my partner or whatever. Like it's kind of a saucy thing. That's great to know though, that like a lot of people did not flinch. Uh, nobody fucking flinched. But I wouldn't have either. I, I need to start watching stories. I feel I like think it's I'm missing out saucy to be like, I, lo- I want someone to nut in me. That's not just like, you don't just say that to anybody. You can't when you're a lady. Okay, yeah, okay. You Thank you pregnant. for qualifying. I was like, yeah. gay guys really toss nut around. No, you can't just say you want someone to nut. We're like you. nut, nut, no, nut crazy, no, nut rageous. Okay, well, wait, when we wait, come wait, wait, back, wait, 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 don't what? ever cut me off like that again. <laughs> <laughs> Especially when you're talking about nutting. Okay. Does Instagram? This was a fatal flaw, and I don't know if it still happens on Instagram. But if you like send someone someone's story uh-huh. and you respond, it like goes to that person's no. story. It must have been a glitch that happened. Like, yeah. because so many times my friends would be like, they'd send like a hot guys thing. And I'm like, oh my God, hottest dude. Like I'm creaming right now. And it would go to no. that guy. What? Yeah. Cause it was like, it, oh, 
that's the most embarrassing thing that could ever happen yeah i don't know maybe it was or maybe it was me not knowing how to use instagram maybe you were reply maybe you would like click on it to look at it and you'd and reply then, oh, there yes, just I like think, you're a ding dong i think that's what i did that's 100 what it is but like that that should not be allowed if instagram <sighs> sees that someone has sent me someone's story you should be blocked i should be in a different I should be in a different space. That sounds like user error and you should just get better <laughs> at technology. When we come back, we're going to talk about talking emotions and conflict and getting better at conflict. Can't be wait. Me. <laughs> now I know what you're thinking, Kelsey, when did you become obsessed with cowboy boots. Well, did you forget that I was raised in Florida? Are you forgetting I'm a little country girl by heart? I even wore my Tacovas recently when I went on a ski trip with my family to Colorado. I wore my white Tacovas when I went to the Taylor Swift concert. And if you didn't think you would need cowboy boots anytime soon, uh, might I remind you that Beyonce just dropped her little country album and you're going to need some Tacovas. Tacovas is my favorite boot brand and they're bringing a fresh perspective to hair boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots, but they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. And Tacova's is Western to their core, offering a bunch of other head-to-toe Western staples, trucker jackets, the perfect jeans to go with your boots, performance pearl snaps, cowboy hats, bandanas, you name it, and they'll get you outfitted. If you can't make it to one of their stores, Tacovas delivers the most premium quality and most comfortable Western goods right to your door. Visit tacovas.com. That's T-E-C-O-V-A-S.com and point your toes west. Confidant, sober girlies, are you looking to cut back or cut out alcohol this year? Come on, join me and Zach on our sober journeys. Recess Zero Proof craft mocktails are the perfect alcohol replacement. We've recreated the cocktails you know and love, like a lime margarita and a grapefruit paloma, so you can enjoy the flavors and feelings of those cocktails without the booze. That's right, zero proof, zero compromise. Listeners can get 15% off the recess mocktail sampler at takearecess.com slash Kelsey. Each can is lightly sparkling mocktail infused with functional ingredients like so many stress balancing adaptogens made with real fruit and only 25 calories or less. It's a guilt-free way to unwind. Whether you're relaxing after work or hanging out with friends, make recess mocktails your drink between drinks or like me, your forever mocktail. I am so obsessed with the ginger lime mule and also the grapefruit paloma for spring. It's my favorite go-to weekend drink. Get 15% off recess mocktails now at takearecess.com slash Kelsey so you can enjoy your favorite cocktails without the consequences. with conflict um okay so i used to obviously like most people not like it okay. and i wouldn't while I, I won't say i like it thank you leo um why while i won't say i like it i embrace it uh-huh and i think because i make all correct decisions that i'm always like right justified yeah mm -hmm. so like 
conflict for me is just explaining why someone's wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Got it. So you're not, you're only going into conflict if you know you're absolutely right. So it's not, it's not scary to you anymore. Yeah. Yeah. Cause if I do, and I, I, obviously my part of this is like how to remedy the yeah. thing. But if I do all the things to prevent escalation, uh-huh. I will always be right. If you do all the things to prevent escalation. Okay. Cause I think I get tripped up if I act too fast or if I, ah. if I, if I let the thing take over, if I let yeah. the emotion take over, that's, that's yeah. So conflict to me is not scary because wow. I'm doing all the proper things to, av- to avoid it being my, problem Problem. i wanted to do this episode it's so funny zach you're so right like that one time when you were like anytime we have an episode idea or theme it's because like kelsey's going through it personally and i've always wanted to do an episode on emotions and conflict which is different than like how to fight with your partner which we have done before because i am so bad at certain types of conflict involving emotions and i couldn't figure out like i didn't know why and i'm so glad we did this because i think i figured it out really (laughs) like i got an answer and i was like oh my god so like a little history with my relationship to conflict i am very good at personal close relationship conflict like if me and my partner are having a tiff i am great like the idea of confronting them gives me no qualms the idea of needing to confront my parents about something no no nothing like it doesn't shake me professional conflict Mm. hiring or firing someone Mm. approaching having a hard conversation at work about something getting in trouble, like not perform, like anything, like if I had to approach you about a professional conflict, I'd probably be like right down the middle. Cause I know you well mm-hmm. enough to be like, this is a safe space. But yeah. I also know like the bag is I like, we don't want to fumble our bag. So how do we like fix this personal relationship or how do we fix this professional relationship you think? But there's something to like, if it's just a personal relationship, if it's just me and you having a friend You're fight, good. no problem. But if it's professional, no bueno. Okay. So I really wanted to figure out why and get down to the bottom of it. So I have always been bad at conflict with authority figures. And the way that I know this is because I'm someone who cries when they're mad. So if I start getting into a heated debate with like a police officer or like a coach or a teacher or a boss, I start crying and it pisses me the fuck off. It's something I have hated about myself for all of time that I could never figure out why do I, I'm mad. So why am I crying? crying? Um, and if it's you mad, are you upset? Mad. Okay. I'm angered. And then the other thing was that whenever I, maybe I'm the one that needs to initiate the professional conflict or whatever, I will paralyze myself with playing what I think is going to happen in my mind over and over. 
what are all the different ways this can go terribly wrong? What are all the things that they could say back to me that's going to make this terrible? Which some of that is good. Which is some of it is protection and uh, safety and preparation. But then you paralyze. But then not it good. paralyzes me to the point where like I can't do it. I almost won't even approach. I'll just be like, I'll deal with it. All another way. I'll figure it out. I just don't even want to approach. I'll the start a new life. Yeah, I'll throw everything away. <laughs> Um, so I really wanted to get to the bottom of this episode because I've never been good at professional conflict, um, but I've been really good at relational conflict. So when researching, the first thing I did was like, why do we cry when we're mad? Uh -huh. And I, I found that for some, the internet says, crying is easier to access than anger, which is going to tie in later for me. Like, the permission to cry has always been given, but I've Not never, never been <gasps> able to get mad. So that was like mind blowing moment. Number one, where I was like, oh my God, I've always hated this thing about me. This explains totally why. And anger is considered a secondary emotion. Mm -hmm. So the primary emotion often behind anger is sadness. Okay. So like, it's almost like, I'm bypassing anger and also just getting straight to sadness. Sure. And it's easier to access for my brain. My brain's like, go to cry. Don't go to yell. Anger is sadness with one of those like <laughs> disguise glasses on and with a big nose. The big nose and the mustache. Yeah. Um, so basically when we cry, we experience a loss of control or under heavy stress and like tears are a way of emotionally regulating too. So when I start to feel anger, it comes out as like, the way I regulate anger is with releasing tears. tears, which I was like, wow, that is fascinating. Let the rain come down. Let the rain fall down. Um, so how do we get this way, Zach? Why, why does one become bad at conflict? I'm going to blame your parents. Always. Um, early life experiences play a crucial <laughs> role in shaping one's approach to conflict. Uh, if you're raised in environments where professional authority figures such as teachers or leadership roles are discouraging open dialogue or punish dissent, you may grow to associate conflict in professional settings with negative consequences. So that can go both ways. Like if you have a hard time dealing with relational conflict, it's probably because your parents didn't allow that kind of conflict to arise safely. But if it's with professionals like me, it's mm. probably because I had teachers and authority figures or coaches around me as a child that were like, no, 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 no arguing, yeah, no yeah. crying. Uh -huh. We don't yell here. Like I was never allowed to fucking yell. And I remember one time when I yelled at my friend's house, this is just coming to me right now. Oh, and I, no, this it's, is a, a, it's a fucking, I was just exclusive. triggered. <laughs> I was at my friend's house and I was a little kid and she lived in the cul-de-sac and I went to her house and we were in a fight about something that she was wrong about doing. Okay. And I like yelled at the top of my lungs at her and her mom was like, you will not yell in my house. And it like freaked me out so bad. I like ran home down the street and like never went over to her house again. And now really? I'm just realizing it was because she was like, you're not allowed to be angry. Even though I had every right to be angry. That is, uh, yeah, that's sad. That is sad. But do you think that's like a woman thing though? Probably like, girls too. aren't allowed to be angry. Yeah. But, but it makes sense that they're sad. But you also think of some women as flying off the handle. Like yes. I've had ex Starting all of our men, wars. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah. That have been like. X-Men. <laughs> superhero power wolverine <laughs> bitches um i have always like <laughs> i think i told you this one time 
Do you remember when you took me to don't say the people's names, don't say the the partner it was at the time, but do you remember when you took me to a wedding in Palm Springs after something very bad had happened at home mm-hmm. and I came home like and I needed or no, before you picked me up, I was like I've been up since 6 a.m. like arguing with this person about this thing. I did something in that argument that I so specifically remember that I was supposed to be very angry. Mm-hmm. And I remember we were yell, we were starting to raise our voices at each other on the staircase. And in my mind, I went like, God, Kelsey, be angry. Like you're supposed to be angry, not sad, like yeah. be mad. And I went, I'm going to hit this picture frame off the wall. <laughs> you have and a warning? I, like, I waited for the right moment to strike. And then I very gently <laughs> tapped the picture frame off the wall and it like fell and kind of shattered and oh i was like god that didn't feel right <laughs> that didn't feel authentic yeah you're just just do it that felt very forced yeah it didn't come fucking naturally to me and guess what it's because i don't feel comfortable with anger wow i've never been allowed to be angry huh and so this one i literally wrote in all caps this blew my mind with like an exclamation point and an underline the reason why i'm so bad at professional conflict and not bad with relational conflict is because I feel and this is gonna sound so obvious when I say it but it blew my mind sometimes that's what you need to hear Uh, I feel less secure with the environment of work and ruining work relationships or getting a reputation at an office whereas when I'm home I have the safety and familiarity and comfort And I have that safe space to open myself up to conflict and arguing that I don't feel in a workplace. Like people with high levels of agreeableness or whatever in the workplace will just be like, yeah, that's fine. It's because like, this isn't our safe space to argue. This isn't like our comfort zone. I don't know you the way that I know my partner inside and out. I don't know my boss. Like, I don't know how my boss responds to like, the request of nonviolent communication and like sure. I'm a visual person. Can you draw this for it? Like I don't like, know. Are you replaceable? Yes. I think about this a lot too with like um it, it, interpersonal relationships, and it's so hard with Hollywood stuff because your friends are also creatives, mm-hmm. and you're trying to support them, and then you're like, wait, am I just supporting them because they might be your boss one yes, day, and yeah. like I should stay on their good side? Yeah. Like, it's like a mind fuck. It really is. And it, yeah, it's like, I don't want a reputation where it's like, I don't give a shit what my partner thinks about yeah. me. They're already with me. They've already totally. seen my deepest flaws. And so that fucking blew my mind knowing professional environments often also emphasize rationality, object, objectivity, like logic, detachment, like don't bring emotions into the office. And I know that if I were to bring conflict i would get emotional and it's supposed to be professional and so i've just i've just been like i'd rather not i mean we need the severance technology yeah Ooh, we need it i'll take it need it can't wait for that show to come back on it's been too long yeah it's been a minute um other reasons that we become this way is fear of rejection or abandonment Mm. obviously so you play it safe by not safe like i don't want to be a problem um low self-esteem and I was like what do you mean but it's like you, you don't, don't even stand up for yourself you don't believe your side of the argument like you almost don't believe your own opinions or you're like it's not worth it yeah I'm not worth it yeah um poor emotional regulation I said this is me big time 
it's like you're afraid of kind of flying off the handle emotionally once a conflict starts. Like you don't have that in the moment regulatory system. It's the only way you're poor. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> that was a very nice compliment. And that's how I know it was an authentic and a joke. Mm-hmm. Um, so like it's the same thing as when you're fighting in a relationship or a friendship is like if you can't in the moment say pause, take the breath, you're going to be bad at conflict. Um, and I also thought this was interesting too. I'd never heard of this learned helplessness, which is a, Oh my God, I know exactly what it is. Yeah. Psychological disorder or a psychological condition that an individual believes they have no control over the outcome of any situation often due to repeated exposure of uncontrollable events as a child. It is like the parody definition to the, I'm just a little baby. I'm just a baby. I'm just a baby. I'm just a baby. I'm just a baby. But it, it's unattractive when you're an adult. Oh my it's horrifying but then you when you think about the root cause you're like oh yeah oh no it's very sad but it's like people being like well i can play kind of the victim card like mm-hmm. or i can play like the weaker link card mm-hmm. and like you have to take pity on me yeah because i've been traumatized yeah rather this is than what like, we've decided yeah, like yeah if you're stronger you have to kind of look out for me it's the same thing with like this tiktok that went viral the other day about a guy being like so many men are like, this is just the way I am. Or like, I was raised in trauma. I was raised in trauma. Like I had a bad upbringing. Da, da, da. It was like, at some point. You have to just. you It, it becomes your responsibility your, yeah. to change that about yourself. Like There's, you can't change what happened to you, but you can change about how you respond to it. I feel like I've said this phrase before, but if you're five years old and your parents left you standing in the rain, shame on them. If you're 30 and still standing in the rain, shame on you. I've never heard you say that. Really? I think about it a lot. A fucking poet, bitch. I mean, I didn't come up with it, but I I think it's beautiful in that it's like, yeah, you can't just know the issue and then just repeat the problem Mm, over and over like you gotta start taking responsibility yeah just like how your triggers are no one's business no one's responsibility but but you so you can't be like you can't say that because i blank 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 yeah no i can you have to be ready to hear it oh dog that's the number one thing that i want to reply back in the comments sometimes where people are like um trigger warning yeah it's like and i'm like my triggers aren't but your triggers aren't my responsibility. No, no. I'm going to talk about the certain content that I have. You also just need to know moving about the world that there's no bumpers. Filter. Yeah. yeah, there's no sensor. Yeah. There's no one guarding, no lifeguard on duty. Swim no lifeguard on duty. Go to your community pool. No diarrhea either. <laughs> if you- no, no swimming 30 minutes after eating. <laughs> um, okay, so you now are going to tell us how um, do we fix it? Yeah, so, well, it's strategies to help like take emotion out of work. Um, so the first one, and it's, I need, you're you, talking directly to me at this yes, point. I'm you, like, tell me Well, and you, you mentioned some of these like compartmentalization, mm. leave it at home, whatever mm. it is. They even said like, um, this even says like, if, if you're dry, if you're on a bus to work or whatever at each stop, let something, let something go. Yeah. Mm, unpack it. Yeah. You do, do that driving home, but at stoplights. Yeah, exactly. Be like, Today, and, and being a cunt at the uh-huh. water fountain. Not my problem. Or vice versa, little Billy chewing my shoes or whatever (laughs) kids do. Um, (laughs) Let let it go. What is going on? I'm just saying at your babysitting gig. Leo, my cat, shat in my nice. He shot on my floor today. Yeah, exactly. He made the most wild sound when he did. Like, look at me. I was still sleeping, and I heard all of a sudden just. 
And I went, what the fuck was that? And I looked outside my door. He had shit on the floor. Was it a dry poop? It was a big one. Okay. So I think he, it was large. He was unexpected. He was on, yeah. Yeah. His poor little feline butthole. Okay. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. I can't get over little Billy chewing on my shoelaces, <laughs> but go on. Um, just deep breathing and relaxation techniques. Mm. It sounds so, again, common sense. But, but in the moment. Three deep breaths could really help. Especially situation. in the moment. We can talk night and day, make ourselves sick talking about it when we're not triggered or activated. But that is what we say when we say the work is in the middle, in the midst of that shit. Yeah. Is the work is Doing, pausing there. Yeah. Yeah. Pausing is one of these kind of coming up. Mm -hmm. Um, ten second rule, count to ten when you feel yourself leaving losing composure. Ooh. I like that. Very simple. Um, I like this one a lot clarification Ooh. when you find yourself getting upset uh, seek clarity because it mm. could be a misunderstanding i love that and isn't it Brene brown that says something like clarif clarity is kind oh i like that like being unclear is unkind oh, i love that like be direct with people yep yeah like because that. it's a, it, you might be yeah just misinterpreting an email mm -mm. and tone then, is so hard to it, figure it's out such a good lesson in general when for me, it's like with fear, when I find myself afraid of something, I force myself to walk towards the thing. Yeah. Because I'm often making it something different in my head. Mm. And it's not something I need to be as afraid of as I think I am. Sometimes I'm like, say that again, because I just want to make sure I hurt you. And then yeah. when they say it, I'm like, mm, yeah, that hurt. That hurt as much as I thought it was going to. All right. Just check it. I walk towards fear and then I often touch the flame, you know? There you go. Yeah. Um, Exercise. It's one of the mm. only things that gets like uh, negative emotions out, out of your body. Checks out. Got to um, do something with the energy. Never. And this is the pause. And it's so funny because the pause is in um, sober yeah, journeys yeah, too. Yeah. yeah. Never reply or make a decision when angry. Yeah. You're really good at that. Really? You're really good at being like, I'm going to deal with this in yeah. an hour. Yeah. <laughs> you just got to like, you have to just pause. Yeah. Just do not send the first thing that comes no. to mind first thought worst thought oftentimes too with emails and i learned this through my sponsor like if i had to like i don't know quit a job or call someone out for something he would want to see the email first and he'd be like he'd strip it down wow and you just take out all the emotion yeah you go i felt really no no yeah take it out yeah stripping things the story the narrative we tell ourselves uh-huh about a situation yeah that clouds or it, clears the entire thing it also just like clutters your argument in mm -hmm. the situation where mm -hmm. you're like well unfortunately i'm not paying you mm -hmm. to get offended mm. i'm paying you to do this job and mm -hmm. you didn't do it mm -hmm. you know like let's mm -hmm. just talk about the facts mm -hmm. yeah facts versus opinions and, and that feelings. stuff yeah um know your triggers yeah so and this is to me like in AA again, like recovery, um, you're constantly taking personal inventory, right? Or you're like, usually at the end of the day, or you do it throughout the day. You're like, oh, I notice I'm getting upset. Yeah. Let's trace it back. Yeah. Like, why, why am I getting upset? Yeah. Oh yeah, because this coworker always bumps my chair mm -hmm. when they go to get. Obviously, this is my space. Mm -hmm. I don't know how they always manage to bump my chair. Yeah. And you just have to know. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Here it is. Here I'm comes the fine. Mic. I'm alive. Yeah everything's dandy. context of like the small stuff not sweating the small stuff i think as i've gotten older i don't 
sweat the small stuff. It's huge. I'm not like, what did that blink mean when they blinked oh my that God. way? And then it's like you hear about it, like a, a shooting that happened like down the street. Yeah. And you're like, oh my God, I could have been in a shooting. Yeah. Like, that all like, of a sudden the blink fuck. does not register. Yeah. And like it's a new day tomorrow. Um, Apologize. Anytime huh. you have an emotional outburst. I won't. <laughs> um, a, a quick, succinct apology. Just acknowledging the situation and that like you made a, a, boo, a, boo, a boo boo. Yeah, I, and, like, I'm good at that. Be like, sorry for that. Emo- or, sorry for getting emotional. Yeah, I'm know? good at that. I'm good at saying like, I didn't like how I just reacted. Let me like try that again. Let me like redo that moment for yeah. us. <laughs> Take it from the top. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then the last one is just never bring your negative emotions home. Huh. Because it's a two-way street. Yeah. Um, and we mentioned it already, but uh it's so funny too, because I think I grew up with parents who did bring things home. Mm. And yeah, it's it's not it's not fair to anyone else. It's also like when you're giving you have to be mindful of who you're even venting to about work Ooh, stuff. Yeah. Because like they're not guaranteed to be in the right headspace to receive the 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 fucking condensed negativity yeah. you have to say about something yeah that's what me and my best friend always check in before we call each other we're like, like are you in a place to hear oh, oh can i can rant I, do you want feedback or do you want me to just listen like run we're a, good. a murder plan by you yes and nine times out of ten the answer is fuck yeah man where are we had in the body fuck yeah. i'm so fucking in that was really good not bad. I feel like I learned a lot today, and I know you hate that about this podcast. I, it's my least favorite part of the podcast. You would literally rather die than be educational, yeah. but I'm not gonna lie, it helped me. Good. Yeah. That's what that's what me and the rest of the listeners are here for to help you. Honestly, I think we all never have a conflict after this episode. We've never had one. We haven't. We haven't. We haven't. I'm knocking on wood for this, baby. <laughs> um, do you have anything to promote? Um, uh, come to my live show of after hours there's one march 5th at the hollywood improv and may 2nd at dynasty typewriter Ooh, i would venues. love to see you there it's gonna be a sexy good time chaos and kisses oh wait we already did that tour um we still have spots left for the don't panic retreat in march 22nd through 25th we're doing it in a castle day passes and i think like a king bed or suite is still available you don't have to live in los angeles by the way to get a day pass so if you have somewhere to stay in la just come for the weekend don't panic retreat.com yeah. and until next week bitches Bye. Bye.